Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 41. Three officers wounded after gunmen hijacked a bus, police union and ACLU join in objecting to police checkpoints, and Chicago police have new leader, from Richardson, Texas. The Dallas News reports three officers were wounded after a gunman hijacked a dart bus Sunday morning in Richardson, prompting a chase that stretched across several cities in North Texas before he was fatally shot. The officers' wounds were not life-threatening, and the driver and the only other person aboard the bus were not injured. Police in San Antonio had been looking for the gunman, 31-year-old Ramon Thomas Gomez, in connection with his girlfriend's fatal stabbing, authorities said. Dallas area rapid transit officers were alerted about 11 a.m. that the gunman boarded the bus on Buckingham Road, between Jupiter and Shiloh Roads, in Richardson and started shooting, shattering several windows. About 11 a.m. Sunday, Via Gomez forced the dart driver to lead police on a chase through Garland, into Rowlett, then into Rock Hall and back to Rowlett. Rowlett police spokesman Cruz Hernandez said. Officers used a spike strip to disable the bus and end the chase on the President George Bush turnpike about noon, officials said. Via Gomez left the bus and was shot as he exchanged gunfire with officers. Garland police said he was taken to a hospital, where he was pronounced dead. During the pursuit, he had fired from inside the bus at officers who were shooting back. A Dart officer and a Garland officer were shot and a rallied officer was injured when his window was shot out. All three were expected to recover. Another rallied officer's car window was shot out, but she was not hurt, Hernandez said. Authorities have not determined why Via Gomez, who was armed with a handgun, hijacked the bus, Garland Police spokesman Pedro Barano said. San Antonio Police said that though a murder warrant had not been issued for him, Via Gomez was wanted for questioning about the death of 41-year-old Catherine Menendez, whose body was found with multiple stab wounds April 7. He also faced an arrest warrant on an aggravated assault with a deadly weapon charge in Brazoria County after he was accused of assaulting a relative. You could not have asked for a worse situation, Barno said at a news conference. Somebody has taken a driver of a bus hostage, is shooting at the police as we are pursuing them and there are people around all over the roads. We were very fortunate, as of now, we have not received any reports that anyone else was injured. Authorities shut down the turnpike between Highway 66 and Liberty Grove Road for their investigation. Besides local police departments and DART, the Texas Department of Public Safety and FBI were working on the case. We want to make sure we comb the entire investigation properly so we can provide the proper information to the public, Barano said. From Chicago, Illinois, Block Club Chicago reports Chicago police are setting up police checkpoints across the city to remind people the statewide stay-at-home order is still in effect because of the coronavirus outbreak. Officers will be stationed at checkpoints in each of the city's 22 police districts to stop drivers and hand out flyers reminding people not to make unnecessary trips outside their home, according to the Chicago Tribune. But community and civil rights groups say the increased contact with police could needlessly spread COVID-19 and are calling on the mayor to shut the checkpoints down. The citywide checkpoints come weeks after Chicago police set up similar checkpoints on four west side blocks, where officers asked people for IDs. Only people who lived on the blocks there were allowed to enter. At the time, former Chicago police spokesman Anthony Guglielmi said police would not be instituting citywide checkpoints. 
Arguing the four west side blocks they targeted were crime hotspots where large crowds were loitering despite the social distancing order. It's patently false, Googly Elmi said in early April about allegations that Chicago police was gearing up for citywide checkpoints. There's no other district in Chicago that is seeing the level of congregation as the 11th district. Googly Elmi also insisted the initial west side checkpoints had nothing to do with increasing the police presence in areas struggling with crime but were instead focused on dispersing crowds without issuing citations or arrests. We're not going in there with the purposes of a police function, we're going in there with the purposes of a public health function, he said, but in a statement on the expanded checkpoints, Police Sergeant Rocco Alioto said the new checkpoints will inform the public about the stay-at-home while providing a visible police presence. The new checkpoints are categorically different from the previous ones on the west side, as they will not be closing streets or checking identification, police said. Cindy Guerra, a police spokesperson, likened the checkpoints to the seatbelt checks that officers conduct regularly. Civil rights groups say the checkpoints will put black and brown people at risk for increased exposure to coronavirus through increased contact with police. So far, 70% of COVID-19 fatalities have been black. During this pandemic, law enforcement should be looking to reduce contacts, not increase them. Enforcing two dozen checkpoints each day across the city creates a risk of further spreading the coronavirus to officers and to residents, said Ed Yonka. American Civil Liberties Union spokesman, Yanka also expressed concern that the public health emergency will be used to justify more policing in black and brown neighborhoods, the same communities that are already suffering the worst of the pandemic. It is critical that public health concerns should not be used as a cover for race-based enforcement schemes or other heavy-handed police tactics, Yanka said. The Fraternal Order of Police echoed the complaints about the checkpoints increasing unnecessary exposure to civilians and officers. We need to be careful not to expose officers needlessly to the COVID-19 virus. This is not the time for setting up roadside safety checks, F.O.P., President Kevin Graham said, worried the checkpoints will lead to the harassment of black and brown residents. Little Village Community Group Mivayita is calling on Mayor Lori Lightfoot to intervene and end the checkpoints. 2. The groups said the checkpoints will increase the emotional terror felt by Chicago's thousands of undocumented immigrants. Even though Chicago is a sanctuary city, the mayor's office expressed its support for the new CPD policy despite the public backlash. We take these community concerns extremely seriously. The city and CPD are committed to working closely with our community partners on ways we can further engage our residents with the latest public health guidance while we work to keep our neighborhoods safe, a spokesperson said in a statement. From Chicago, Illinois, The Sun-Times reports retired Dallas Police Chief David Brown advised Chicago ends Wednesday to buckle your seat belts. We're headed to the moon after his appointment as Chicago's 63rd police superintendent was unanimously approved by the city council. I'm not here for average, the last four days as acting superintendent, I've talked to the command staff about moonshot goals, reminding them about how this country raced against the Russians to be the first to land on the moon, said Brown, 59, anyone can do average, Chicago ends deserve a moonshot, the lowest murders on record the lowest number of shootings on record, and the highest level of trust in its officers from its residents. Thank you so much for this great opportunity, I'm so excited, buckle your seat belts, we're headed to the moon, 
Mayor Lori Lightfoot's appointment of Brown to replace fired Chicago Police Superintendent, Eddie Johnson was one of the only things accomplished at Wednesday's abbreviated virtual meeting. Ninety minutes later, the mayor swore in her new superintendent. This represents a tremendous moment in our city particularly for those communities that have been plagued with generations of gun violence and distrust of our police, she said. We are not only getting a public servant of the highest order, we are also getting a man whose values and own lived experience make him ideally suited for the long-term challenges we are working to solve. Brown has talked a lot about his ability to walk and chew gum at the same time in the three weeks since Lightfoot introduced him to Chicago. He'll need those multitasking skills and more to succeed in the job. He inherits a Chicago Police Department on the front lines of the city's war against the coronavirus that has already lost three of its members and has seen more than 350 officers test positive for the virus. Even with the stay-at-home order, homicides are up by roughly 14% over last year and shootings are up by 25%. Meanwhile, summer is fast approaching, when violence traditionally spikes. Brown needs to finalize a plan to prevent that. He also needs to boost morale among officers who have waited nearly three years for a new contract, rebuild trust between citizens and police shattered by the police shooting of Laquan McDonald and speed compliance with a consent decree outlining the terms of federal court oversight over the Chicago Police Department. Former Chicago Police Superintendent Gary McCarthy believes that Brown, his friend, is up to the task. McCarthy called Brown a tell it like it is person who is not afraid to say things people are afraid to say in public, in part because he's been through the ringer both personally and professionally. McCarthy's advice to Brown is to be yourself and be apolitical, steer clear of Chicago politics. That's what's wrong with Chicago. David's gonna come up against that. I love to tell the story that when I first got here, Alderman would call me up and tell me who they thought their district commander should be, and I told them, when you're accountable for their performance, then you can pick who that person is, McCarthy said, what we do here fails, Lori knows it, as a matter of fact, when I talk to Lori, which I do on a regular basis, you know what she says to me. She says, Gary, it keeps coming back to me over and over again, we've got to go legit, that's what she did with Eddie Johnson. You can't hold police officers accountable for lying and not hold the police chief accountable for the same thing. McCarthy considers himself a victim of Chicago politics. He was fired by former Mayor Rahm Emanuel in the furor that followed the court-ordered release of the McDonald video. At the time, Emanuel accused his only police chief of becoming a distraction. Emanuel then rejected the three finalists recommended by the Lightfoot-led police board persuaded the city council to change the law and dispatch with a charade of a second nationwide search so he could appoint Johnson, who hadn't even applied for the superintendent's job, that is the ultimate example of what's wrong with Chicago politics, McCarthy said, to succeed where other outsiders have failed, McCarthy said Brown needs to put the right people in the right seats on the bus and give them the authority and accountability to do what they need to do. Every police department in the country that has followed this model has succeeded in reducing complaints against officers and crime at the same time. This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals visit nationalpolice.org.